BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So the big story of the day, uh, it, it happened early in the day, just a few hours after the microphones for our show turned off, which always bothers me. Uh, I, I, it bothers me a lot when that happens, and it happens quite a bit. Like it, Certain things just kind of pop up in the 7 a.m. Eastern hour, not the 6 a.m. Eastern hour, so it's, you know, 7 or 8, and it starts 
starts making the rounds, and so fine, so be it. That's the world we live in. But the news that Urban Meyer, yeah, no more. Kaput, see you later, Gonzo. Urban Meyer! Urban Meyer! Urban Meyer! And I'm most upset that as long as he's on the sidelines, we will not get to play that drop as much. The thing that affects me the most about this is I, I have no skin in the game. I'm not an Ohio State sycophant. Uh, I don't have any allegiance to Urban Meyer. I do have an Urban Meyer story, which I might share later, uh, that, that we could we could get into. But he, he, the scandal that happened a few months ago in Columbus, and that's where we got the jingle, the lunatics standing outside the stadium chanting. It sounded a lot, lot better than it was. It was only a few people. Uh, but finally, the conclusion is Urban Meyer will no longer be the coach of the Buckeyes. And through his surrogates, they made sure to spread the story that this is pretty much 100% related to health, that this is a health situation, that he's going to step down because of the growing cyst on his brain. And that is giving him these constant headaches. And so that's it. He is out of here. Abracadabra. Just like that, he is going to move on to uh, retirement. I keep using the, the term retirement uh, for Urban Meyer. So that news came out in the morning, and there was a news conference. We'll play some of the clips from Urban Meyer uh, from the news conference, I'm sure, here in a couple minutes. But uh, you know, Urban essentially wants to coach the Buckeyes, but he just physically can't do it anymore. That's the story that's being spread uh, around. So he's going to walk away. One last game against Washington. You saw that, right, in the Rose Bowl. And I'm sure there will not be a nauseating level of coverage for the Rose Bowl about Urban Meyer and how he can turn water to wine and uh, can turn uh, young high school recruits to murderers. I'm sure that will not be mentioned. But, I mean, some of it will be talked about. So Ryan Day, good day, takes over. The heir to the throne. How about this guy? You talk about winning the football coaching lottery. (laughs) Man. Some of these poor saps have to take over just dreck. And Ryan Day, he ends up being handed the keys to the Ohio State football pro. He's 39 years old. He's now he's an NFL coach. He's younger than him. But he agrees to a, what, a five-year contract for a gazillion dollars. Gazillion, uh, essentially a gazillion dollars. He's going to make $4 million a year, we are told. And I'm pretty confident this is his first head coaching uh, deal. Man, why don't they pay radio guys? I remember my first radio show. I pay us $4 million a year. That would be, be the way to go. Absolutely. So the most noteworthy moment from the news conference came when Urban Meyer addressed reporters from the dais, and he was asked whether or not he was finished coaching. He was asked whether or not he was finished coaching. And Urban Meyer, I'll paraphrase here because that's what I'm good at, he said that's a complicated question, was the quote. And uh, here's, here's him in his own words. Urban, as you sit here now, do you believe you will not coach again? I believe I will not coach again. Are you, are you fairly certain? Like, certain, yes. Um, do you, so do you anticipate staying in Columbus and being around I the do. program? I love Columbus. I love Muirfield, where I live. Uh, uh, I've always been a Buckeye as long as I can remember. Uh, Gene Smith, are, like I said, that our relationship has always been good. It's over the top now. And I trust him with my life. And uh, uh, our families are 
very close. And so when he says jump, I still say I'm going to still call him boss. And uh, however I can help this, I believe in Ohio State. I believe in the spirit when you walk around this campus. I believe in Buckeye Nation because I lived it my entire life. I believe that this is a different place. And uh, I want to help in any way I can. And I believe in our new head coach. All right, well, that was a very long-winded answer, but I, I'm going to file an objection for leading the, the witness, uh, which I believe is illegal, right? right? It is illegal if you put words in the mouth of a witness or suggest the answer. That is called improper questioning in the court of law. So I am going to file an objection uh, on this attorney. <laughs> he, did it, he did it twice. Now, I've told the story in the past that back in the olden days uh, when I would be a stringer, radio stringer, and get audio, I, I would often lead players who were uncomfortable with interviews. I would lead them to the answer I needed because it made my job easier and I just needed to get out of there. But that was, like, in both cases, like, you fed Urban Meyer the answer. Can we just play the beginning part? I don't need the full you know, ten verse a thing, but listen to the question. The first two parts of this. Listen, listen to Urban Meyer. He's being led by the reporter here, leading the witness. Urban, as you sit here now, do you believe you will not coach again? I believe I will not coach again. Are you, are you fairly certain? Like certain, yes. Fairly certain. There you go. See, fairly certain. You're leading the witness. Now, Urban used his own weasel word. He, he said, "I believe I will not coach again." Now, belief is you a wonderful reason. thing. Belief is a wonderful thing, but belief is not a fact. We have facts in one pile. We have beliefs in the other pile. Are you going to go with the facts or are you going to go with the beliefs? So there is obviously a pretty good chance that Urban Meyer is going to come back. The door has not been deadbolted. And many in the media, though, here's the thing that surprised me. There's a lot of media people, seems like more of the Internet blogging community, seem convinced that Urban Meyer is at the end of the road. That we are being told the truth here, that everything is on the up and up, and there's no deception being used. That it really is a case where Urban Meyer's health is in bad, you know, he's not in great shape. He's got a cyst on his brain, uh, and he's 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 out. That's it, done. Now the question is, what do you make of those who think? I'm not talking about Urban Meyer. Those that think that Urban Meyer is being honest here, that he's coached his last football game. Now, to me, there are many stupid and short-sighted people. That's why we have jobs here, to prove and to circle and highlight those people. Uh, so there's a lot of stupid and short-sighted people here. That's how the world goes around. But to expand on it, you've got the trap door, the opportunist, and ulterior motives. Now, Obviously, I've, I've let you know that I think Urban Meyer is going to coach again. But, hey, Urban Meyer has followed this. It, we projected as a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. Several weeks back, we talked about Urban Meyer. I think it was after the Iowa game and his health on the sidelines, we, it came up in conversation on the show. And this is a playbook that Urban Meyer has followed. You know, it's, it's like in crime. I've watched enough detective shows to know that criminals have a pattern. There's, an, as, there's certain trademarks to their, their crime that they, they commit, whether you're a bank robber and there's something that you do that you do in every bank robbery or whatever it might be. In Urban Meyer's case, this is what he has done. We have seen this performance before. And he has he has two things that he has mastered. He's won big, and he won big at Ohio State. He's that's number one. And then number two, he's left town quickly. That's the other thing. He's like he's a he's a carpetbagger. That's the term. Urban Meyer's a carpetbagger. A couple years at Bowling Green, a couple years at Utah. You can throw that out and say, hey, he was building his resume. 
He was trying to move up the coaching ladder, so that's what you're supposed to do. Then he ran off, got a plum job at Florida. The Florida Gators was there for six years, had a good amount of success with Tim Tebow and others there, took a brief hiatus to do TV, claiming his health, and then, like manna from heaven, he drops down to Ohio State and just dominates the Big Ten, runs roughshod over the Big Ten. The, the record is... It, it, it seems like uh, somebody got the numbers wrong. 82-9, and nine, uh, the record for Urban Meyer at The Ohio State University and the 7-0 and mark against Michigan and on and on and on. And as good as Urban Meyer has been, you know, he's not the greatest, right? The, Ohio State's been wonderful, but not Alabama good, not Nick Saban great. But y- you would have to be pretty gullible. And there are pl- plenty. There are plenty of people out there that are going to think that this is going to be different, that, that it's going to be different. The fallout from the scandal, the assistant coach, and how that played out, and the people just destroying Urban Meyer, just destroying him several months ago, provided Urban Meyer essentially a trap door because it's going to get uncomfortable. Now, Urban's a great football coach as a uh, college coach, and there's plenty of people that would still go to Ohio State, blue-chip recruits, but it's a headache. It's an un- literally a headache, uh, an unnecessary headache. There's a Freudian slip. But you know, I- I'm not discounting that he's got this issue. I'm not discounting that at all. But he has been coaching. He has been cleared by medical people to coach. And if he's in such poor health and his – long-term viability is in question. If that's the case, then maybe it is. Why is he coaching the Rose Bowl? Why not just immediately retire? That's it. I'm done. I'm sorry. My health is more important. I'm going to go out to Pasadena and parade around on the sidelines of the Rose Bowl. He's not doing that, though. He's going to risk his health to coach against Washington? Really? The Huskies? Come on. Now, the second part is it is not a question of if. That is not the question, if he coaches again, but when and where. Those are the questions he comes back. He's a seasoned performer. Urban Meyer will go run off, and maybe he doesn't do TV this time. Maybe Urban Meyer just ends up as a, a guy that hangs out at Ohio State in the shadows, like a snake in the grass, waiting around, kind of waiting around for that opportunity. He is an opportunist. Right, waiting for the proper job. Now, I don't think the Browns are going to be the, the team. I initially thought that. At this point, as I speak to you right now, I'm not all in on the Browns. I'm not all in on the Green Bay Packers. I think the timeline on that is not great. I mentioned this. I was moonlighting earlier. I was doing some radio in Boston. I said, well, why not Urban Meyer to the Patriots? All right, how about this scenario? Like Josh McDaniels. Runs off. He gets the Browns job or the Packers job. Bill Belichick is BFF with Urban Meyer. Belichick's going to coach at least a couple more years. He's 66 years old, so it's not going to be that much longer. There's a 12-year age gap between Urban Meyer. He's 12 years the junior of Bill Belichick. And so why not? I bet Belichick would certainly sign off on that. And if Josh McDaniels does not end up replacing Belichick, there is no coach in waiting, per se, for the Patriots. So it makes sense. That seems more logical than him immediately coming right back and in January 
being announced as the new coach of the Cleveland Browns or the Green Bay Packers for Urban Meyer. Now, the last word here, media people who cover college football and Urban Meyer, most of these guys are dopes. Uh, let's just call it like it is here. They keep using the term retire to discuss the situation. When you coach football, you don't. first of all, you don't have a real job, so there's no need to retire, right? You know when you retire, when you work at a factory, you retire. When you are, you're doing demo work, you're doing construction, you're driving a tractor, you're doing, you're doing a a job like that. You don't you don't retire from football. It's not a hard labor job coaching uh, a football team. So I, that that was a pet peeve of mine using the word retire. Urban Meyer, as I said, is, is the age thing matters here. He's got no hobbies, right? We learned that when he left Florida. There's nothing else going on for Urban Meyer, and so there's there's some ulterior motives in play here. So don't be shocked when there's a modern medical miracle. There's some kind of new drug cleared by Pfizer that has magical pharmaceutical powers uh, for Meyer, and he can come back and hallelujah. But he's, he's 12 years younger than Belichick, who's still coaching in the NFL. Nick Saban, 67 years old, so 13 years the junior of Nick Saban. So, you know, again, as the, the saying, we've used it this week, we'll use it again. You know, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If you use critical thinking, every indication is Urban Meyer will be back uh, coaching somewhere despite the many leading questions. But uh, he did say he wants to stay involved. We'll play some more. Let's hear from Urban Meyer. He said he wanted to stay involved is uh, what he, the, the word he uh, used there. God has a plan. I'm not quite sure what that is. Gene and I are extremely close, and we discussed that, and uh, I hope to stay involved. Uh, here's the the health. Uh, Urban Meyer, uh, this is him talking about his medical situation. I've had to deal with uh, headaches for many years, and, and it came to a head in 2014, and then again last year, and then this year as well. So as a difficult time that was, that didn't have an impact as, as much on the headaches, but uh, it did have an impact. All right, so remember when he left Florida, right? He left Florida. People were like, what's going on here? Why did he really leave Florida? Like, what's the real story? It's been several years since that took down. Urban Meyer cited health and family as the reason he left Florida in 2010. Now he's just going completely with a health card. So, again, I, I'm, I'm skeptical. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. We'll take some phone calls. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We say hello to... Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Garcia. Have you uh, have you ever known anyone to retire from radio? I know, like Vin Scully. I guess he retired after nine years. Yeah, <laughs> but does anybody really retire from radio? People get forced retirement. Yeah, I know no, a lot no. of people that have been forced to call retire that from radio. Yeah. They're now doing podcasts because they can't get radio shows. I know a lot of those people. I know a lot of people like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, no. Like, like, like Howard Stern is still doing radio. He does like two days a week or something yeah. like that. It's but, a nice, nice gig. Yeah, I've heard that he's his contract's up. That he, the rumor is he might sign another contract, but only come in like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, Eddie. Like they'll keep those channels going, and they'll just come in and like do an interview like once a month or something like that. That's what I've heard. Wow. Yeah, it'd be great if he could do that but uh yeah no i don't know like retire i'm trying to think did paul harvey there's a legendary voice from old radio did he ever retire paul harvey good day no i i don't don't, know i don't know maybe i don't remember 
Don't, you don't remember the end of a lot of these. Like, what's is Doctor Laura still doing radio? She was. I, I, she's radio. she's doing a podcast. She's doing a podcast. Yeah, now? yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, who? What are some other old time radio people? What they could be doing now? I'm trying to think. Uh, no, most of them just kept working. As long as they could get work, they would keep working. Right. They wouldn't retire. That's now, is, is there an exit strategy for Ben Maller? When his, uh... Yes, I will be fired. I will leave. <laughs> I will go do something else. I'll do a podcast, too, and that'll be that. So, or I'll go work somewhere else. That's, that's how that works. So, but, uh, yeah, they've already got rid of me once, so I'm sure they can do it again. But I'm yeah. happy here, so I'm sure I'll be here for, well, who knows? It might be a, another month, Eddie. You have no idea, Eddie. No idea. Could be it. The deal's coming up, Eddie, so this could be it. Now, will you still be on the radio when Urban Meyer gets his next head coaching job? That'll probably be about a year from now, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, you know, I got bills to pay, so yeah, I'll, don't we all? I'll be doing something, something uh, paid by the word, but I will be doing something. Everybody be again, modern medical miracle, and well, it happened once before, so I'm sure it could happen again. Yeah, it'd be a mystery, a modern medical you know, miracle mystery, whatever you want to see, and then the uh, the cup. But what's the term? The cupboard is bare, isn't that the term? I think that's it. Why don't they? The cupboards are bare. Is that what they say? Cover, yeah. The cupboard, not the yeah. cupboard. No, it's a cupboard. Cupboard. I know that's the term. What's yeah. the? There's also a term, cupboard. What's a cupboard? I'm a, I'm unfamiliar that, with. You're not cupboard. familiar with the cupboard. Is yeah. that another way of saying a cupboard? Is that another? I don't know. I've heard that term. What? Yeah. All right. Who the hell cares? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Redskins, if you look at the arithmetic, they have a chance to get to the postseason. Of course, you have to be a very optimistic person. You can't be a cynic like myself and think the Redskins are going to get to the playoffs. That that horse is uh, taken off from the barn. But the Redskins are the number nine seed, but they're in a tie with a gaggle of teams, the Panthers and the Eagles at 6-6. Six and six. The Vikings are the last team in. The problem is the Redskins are a team that has a substandard defense, and their starting quarterback at this particular point is a guy named Mark Sanchez. Uh, that, that, those are two problems. <laughs> The Redskins have a better chance of going 6-10 and 10 than they do of making the plus. they losing every game. They play the Giants this weekend in Landover, Maryland, at Jacksonville, at Nashville, and then they play the Eagles the last week of the year at home. There's a better possibility of the Washington Redskins going over the rest of the year than them rallying back. And beating the Giants. I mean, if they had a serviceable quarterback, then you'd say, well, they could beat the Giants. Certainly the Giants are four, a four-win team. They're not that good. Jacksonville with Kessler as their quarterback. The Titans, come on. The Titans had to come back to beat the Jets. And the Eagles are an average team. They're the same as the Redskins. But, again, the reality is the, <laughs> the Redskins suck. Uh, so after watching Colt McCoy go out and literally break his leg, in Monday night, Washington needed to add a quarterback. And so they worked out the dynamic duo of Landry Jones and Ryan Mallett. Now, Ryan Mallett is famous for oversleeping and showing up late to a game. That's his claim to fame. Landry Jones was the backup in Pittsburgh for a while, and he's about as mobile, uh, about as mobile as about a 7,000-pound statue. Uh, that's how mobile Landry Jones is. So those are the options they looked at. 
And immediately, if you were following this story, and I didn't get a lot of sleep because I had a lot of a lot of extra work to do, a lot of things to take care of during the day, so I was awake. Uh, and the immediate reaction on social media, the people that are suffering from the Kaepernick-related disease were clamoring and pleading for the Redskins to sign Colin Kaepernick. They were begging, please bring in Colin Kaepernick. And then Jay Gruden, this is I love Chuck Gruden. Gruden, I don't know if we have this sound, but or not, but Gruden gets up on the 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 podium there in front of reporters, and he feeds some red meat to these people that are besides themselves trying to get Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL. Because Gruden claimed that, hey, we we have considered Colin Kaepernick, but wait for it, wait for it, uh, decided there was not enough time. For him to learn the system. So, sorry, we have a nice parting gift for you. We'll give you a toaster on the way out, uh, but you're not going to play for the Redskins. So, in the end, the Redskins, did they sign Landry Jones? No. Did they sign Ra- Ryan Mallett? No, they didn't. Uh, they did not. Instead, they agreed, although they haven't signed it yet, agreed to a contract with the notorious Josh Johnson, double J. And he will work as the backup to Mark Sanchez, which makes him, I believe, the fourth-string quarterback, if I'm correct on that. There's a lot of depressing quarterback play in the NFL, but the Redskins have to be at the top of the list, right? They have to be at the very, very, very top of the list. If you look at the quarterback depth chart around the NFL, the war of attrition is a real thing, is a real thing. So let's... This is unreal, man. Now, Jacksonville, what they're doing, the slop that they're serving up with Cody Kessler and Blake Bortles, that's pretty, pretty bad. But Cincinnati's got, what do they got? Jeff, how about Jeff Driscoll, Tom Savage in Cincinnati, or the Washington Redskins with Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson. I give the edge to the, to the Washington Redskins. I got to give the edge to the Redskins. They're bad. Nick, how about Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard with the 49ers? Woo-wee. Stink also. All right, so anyway, get back to the point. So the, the, the point is the Redskins didn't sign Kaepernick. And then um, what do you do if you're a reporter? You're trying to get a story. You're chasing a story. Who's going to give you a quote? You go to Mark Garagos, uh, the famous lawyer to the stars, Mark Garagos, who was asked about the Redskins saying that they considered inviting Colin Kaepernick to work out but decided against it for essentially football reasons. Now, what do you think Mark Garagos said? Do you think, you know what, I respect the Redskins. They have to do what's best for their franchise. Completely acceptable. Do you think that he B said no comment? Or do you think he alluded to this being some kind of proof of a great injustice against Colin Kaepernick? Uh, Ding, 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 ding. Yes, option C. Here's the quote from Mark Garagos. He says, isn't it obvious what's happening? Clearly intimating, even for those that are a little slow, that this is proof of collusion. Everywhere I look, Washington, D.C., collusion, Russian collusion, in football, collusion, collusion. I got collusion up the wazoo. I got collusion everywhere. All right, so let's frame it this way. Here's the question. All right, what do you think of the Redskins' handling of this, the 
working out Landry Jones, Ryan Mallett, throwing red meat to the Kaepernick clan, the people suffering from the neurosis. Uh, now, I'll go first. I loved it. I thought it was great because you've got Salt, the boogeyman, and the martyr. You've got those things. Now, first of all, we'll tie all this together. Jay Gruden, who's in danger of losing his job, should get a raise. Uh, this was brilliant. The way this was orchestrated, the the, the tease to the, the fanboys of Kaepernick was just marvelous. Uh, saying that the Redskins considered bringing him in was the ultimate middle finger. <laughs> it was the ultimate middle finger. Well, we thought about bringing him in, but we passed. And then, to make it even better, they picked Josh Johnson. That is, take, going to the store and getting one of those big canisters of salt, sea salt, and just cutting the top of that canister of sea salt and just pouring it all over a fresh, open wound. Uh, is what it was doing. It was wonderful. Uh, Josh Johnson, a, another example, much like what we talked about with Mark Sanchez, they made a promo out of it. Josh Johnson was selected by the Redskins for the same reason that Mark Sanchez was selected because he had a relationship with some of the coaches on the Redskins. He also was the uh, first-round pick of the Alliance of America football draft a couple of days ago. So what a, what a week for Josh Johnson. First-round pick in the Alliance of American football draft, and then you're the backup quarterback for the Redskins. Man. So the Redskins are trying to get as many shoddy and inferior quarterbacks as they can, and they've done it. But they picked Josh Johnson because of the good old boys network. And that's, again, a reminder of it's not what you know, but it is uh, who you know. It's also something important in life. If you're trying to get a job, if that's really your motivation, probably not a good idea to sue the company uh, that you're trying to get a job from and then say, hey, uh, can you still hire me? Can you do me a solid under the table? Not a not a great uh, approach. Now, secondly, now Mark Garagos, I want to go back to Garagos. Garagos has said a lot of things, and I've documented many of them. And when it comes to Kaepernick, he's been wrong approximately 100% of the time. Uh, he said at several points that Colin Kaepernick was about to get signed. At one point a few months ago, he said Kaepernick was going to sign with either the Patriots. He intimated either the Patriots or I think he even mentioned the Redskins. I think they, they were mentioned. Or maybe it was the Raiders. I think it was the Raiders that was mentioned by, by Mark Gary. Goes, uh, but, but he's obviously he's biased as Colin Kaepernick's attorney. Uh, he's just throwing out random stuff against the wall and the collusion boogeyman. Right? There's a lot of people that don't understand how collusion works in professional sports that think that Colin Kaepernick has a, a case, but we've pointed this out before. Without the hard evidence, there's very little chance that Colin Ka- In fact, there's no chance that Kaepernick can win. It's Feelings are great. You might feel that the NFL is sticking it to Colin Kaepernick, but you need to have facts. Right, that there's some kind of great injustice going on. In order to prove collusion, the NFL actually has to have physical evidence. Now, do they have that? Certainly doesn't seem that way that, that Kaepernick's attorney has that outside of – now, what is physical evidence? It would be like a text message, an email, some other directive mandating that nobody in the NFL sign Colin Kaepernick. Without that, it is impossible to win a collusion case. Hearsay, and that's what most people are basing this on, hearsay is not enough to be victorious. And it's important, and people don't seem to understand this, or either they don't understand or they don't care. 
NFL teams, members of the cartel, and that's what the NFL is, a cartel, members are not obligated to sign someone over another player, even if the statistics point to that particular player being better. Right? The scouting report might say, hey, this guy's better than that guy. It doesn't mean you have to sign the guy that's supposedly better statistically. That doesn't mean it's collusion. You could also call it incompetence, wrongdoing, but not collusion. Uh, now, the last point, it, it's in Colin Kaepernick's best interest at, at this time to not play another down in the NFL. We've talked about this before, but every time this comes up, I keep being reminded of my position uh, that I have I've said and preached about in the past year, that it, for the long-term viability of the legend of Colin Kaepernick, to, it, to, to, to truly reach and blossom into its mythical proportions, he can't play again, right? Right now, the legend is Super Bowl quarterback. Didn't win it, but he got to the Super Bowl, blacklisted from the NFL, now selling you overpriced Nike products. That's the story, right? You can manipulate the narrative to fit the fairy tale. Colin Kaepernick uh, is not a great public speaker. Uh, he doesn't want to do that. He's chosen not to do that. He lets other people speak for him. That's his choice. If Kaepernick comes back and played for the Redskins, let's say, and just blows chunks all over the logo at midfield, that destroys the story. Right? That destroys the story. Now, remember, I mean, Kaepernick, we've, we've been through it before. He got off to a good start in his career, and then teams figured him out, and he wasn't that good. He was an average he was an average quarterback. He got benched in favor of playing Gabbert with the, the 49ers and then the uh, the protest thing uh, started. And I don't even think he inten- he ever intended – I don't think the intention was ever to be a political protester. He just kind of happened. And so if Kaepernick doesn't come back, he can then be a martyr. But if he comes back and he plays and isn't good, that does more damage than anything else. But the Redskins really uh, – they, they went for it. The Washington Redskins – uh, that was quite quite the day there in the NFL. All right, we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia. Now, did they choose? Did the Redskins sign anybody yet? Was it? Uh... Well, they agreed. They haven't signed him yet, but Josh Johnson, I said that several times. Thanks for listening. Uh, Josh Johnson, who was picked in the first yes. round of the Alliance of American Football Draft. Yeah. Yeah. I told you about that, yeah. Yeah, he's now he's going to be signed by the Redskins. Who later supposedly today it's going to happen. On what a wonderful way to get to a Wednesday, Hump Day, Hump Hump Hump. Josh Johnson, wow, the great Josh Johnson. Yeah, from the uh, University of San Diego, that football for, factory. Played for Jim Harbaugh. Yes, he did. Indeed, he did. Yes, played for. It's a small, small world. After all, can you name all the teams that Josh Johnson has? Not really played for because he doesn't actually play with most of these teams, but he's like the backup, 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 backup guy. The only one I remember is the Bengals. Yeah, this is quite the list. Okay, now this includes the offseason. Josh Johnson, here's his career path. He was originally a fifth-round pick. He played for the Buccaneers as a rookie. He then spent time with the 49ers. The Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, he went back to the 49ers. He then went back to the Bengals. Then he did a stint with the Jets, went to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not done. Went to Buffalo, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, and now to the Redskins. 
And mixed in that, he spent some time with some team called the Sacramento Mountain Lions, which was in the United Football League. And did a stint, I guess he hasn't played yet, with the San Diego Fleet of the American Football Alliance. And he's a comedian. Oh, no, wait, that's somebody else. That's, not- that's quite the resume, though. Yeah. That's like be a pretty cool man cave if he took a jersey from all those teams, <laughs> right? That'd be pretty good. You get the Bucks, 49ers, you get the, the Bengals in there, the Jets, Colts, Bills, Ravens, Texans, Raiders, Redskins. That'd be pretty good. Now, is there like a minimum number of games played before you're considered an alum of a certain team? Or is it just if you sign with them, yeah. you're kind of uh, in the the list? That's a good question because he hasn't played for most of these teams. He's been on the roster, but he's he hasn't – he played with Tampa, played with like one game with Cleveland, but he didn't play for the 49ers, Colts, or, or Bills. The Raiders. Like, if you got paid, I think that counts. If you got a check. Doesn't that count if you got a check from a team? It's not as cool because you don't have a stat. You don't have a pass attempt or anything like that. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. You turn on the heater in there, Big Ben. I did not turn the heater. You want me to turn it on? <laughs> no. I'll turn it on. No, I'm going to turn it on. Here Let's see. I've turned the heater on, Eddie. Can you hear oh, that? Oh, I hear it. Yeah, I definitely hear oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. almost wow, as loud as our vending radio. machine. Yeah. Well, this also looks like a heater from 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Might have got a deal on Craigslist or something like that. Oh, yes. man. Those, it's... It's not a good deal buying an old heater like that. Trust me. Why is that? It's going to light the place on fire? No, because <laughs> they use like a ridiculous amount of electricity compared to newer heaters. I good. found I that out the hard on. way. I should leave it on then. I'm, I'm not paying the electric bill. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time, Kubaloo. Ben, the Atlanta Falcons are only a couple years removed from a Super Bowl appearance, and yet they're sitting at an embarrassing 4-8. and eight. The Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, gave Dan Quinn a vote of confidence, however, implying that he is not on the hot seat. Should he be? Did you realize when Arthur Blank looks at you, he's giving you a blank stare? Did you? No. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, thank you. Lame jokes are on Friday. <laughs> No, listen, Dan Quinn will survive one more season uh, because he's got plausible deniability. He can blame Steve Sarkeesian for the uneven uneven offense. He'll blame the defensive coordinator, Marcan Manuel, for the – he will be humanly sacrificed here for the putrid defense. Uh, But you know who's next, right? Next is the head coach, Dan Quinn, and the Falcons, it doesn't feel like they've recovered from blowing a 28-3 lead against the Patriots in Super Bowl 51. Next! Now, Kyler Murray has had a fantastic season for Oklahoma, is even favored to win the Heisman. Now, despite all that, his baseball agent says he will be reporting to spring training for the A's. Ben, do you think we're going to see a new two-sport pro? Well, maybe if he plays basketball. He's done with football after college. Kyler Murray, his body is not built to play in the NFL. The scouts don't they don't have him as an NFL prospect, even though he's been great in college football. I just don't think he translates to the NFL. And so, yeah, Scott Boris is his agent. He'll play baseball. He's going to be with the like Stockton Ports of the Cal League, so good luck. Next. Now, Steph Curry said he's getting tired of the comparisons between himself and Trey Young. Ben, what's your assessment of Young so far? Trey Young is doomed. He's a three-point shooter shooting 25% compared to Steph Curry. He's got the curse of high expectations. He's a volume shooter. He's more like Allen Iverson, but not that good. 
not impressed so far with Trey Young. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How do we do? Then he passes edition. That is a winner. <laughs> Woohoo! Won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And away we go. It's password time. We welcome in our contestants. First of all, from the great state of Texas, we say hello to Robert. Hello, Robert. Hello, hello. I hear a lot of ambient noise, Robert. Robert, what are you doing? What part of Texas are you in? Uh, I'm a truck driver. Okay, and uh, very good. And uh, where are you at? Are you just passing through? Do you live in Texas? No, I live in Texas. I'm actually in Oklahoma. Oh, you're in Oklahoma. I got you. Boomer sooner. All right, very cool. Uh, hold on a sec, Robert. And we also have Chris in Minnesota. Hello, Christopher. Hey. Hey. That's you, man. I'm here. Yeah, what do you want? Congratulations. All right, uh, Chris, now what do you what do you do for a living, sir? I'm a truck driver for UPS also. Look at that. We got dueling truck drivers going at it here. All right, very good. Hold on a sec, Chris. So who, which state's truck driver is going to do better, Robert, who's from Texas but in Oklahoma, or Chris, who's in Minnesota? Robert, who would you like to partner up with? Let me punch the right line. Robert, who would you like to partner up with? Uh, doesn't matter to me. It's good attitude. you got to pick somebody, though. You don't even know who's on the show, do you? You're listening. You have no idea who's on the show. Do you even know what show you've called into? I know I've called the Ben Maller show. I don't know who, who's playing with me. Well, you got to pick. You can play with me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto, or the Koopa Loop. Let's, let's go with Koopa Loop since you good. made the uh, mouth hug joke. Okay, yeah, good. All right. <laughs> That's a great reason. And, Chris, who would you like to partner up with, Chris? <laughs> I'll take you, Ben. Oh, boy. All right. That's the matchup. Thank you, Chris. We're going to win. What can Brown do for you? Win this game. Way to go. Shout out UPS. All right, so we got Coop with Robert in in Oklahoma and Ben, uh, that would be me, uh, with Chris, who's from Minnesota, works for UPS. We'll have Password in its entirety. Get your bets in. Get your bets in. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. So Password's been on TV for a long time. The radio version's different because we don't have pictures. You can't see the word and all that stuff. So we changed it a little bit, but we start with 10 points. We go down to 9, 8, 7, 6, etc. You can play the car version or the home version or the work version. Let's get started, though. And who got on the air first? I think Robert... Am I correct on that? I think Robert. I put yes. Robert on. Robert in Texas. Robert, you're up first. Pick a number between 1 and 10, Robert. 8. He said number 8. All right, Coop. Number 8. You start with that. All right, Robert. Let's uh, The hint I'm going to give you, let's go with factual. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you know how to play, Robert? <laughs> no. Sh- shouldn't this have been a question um, asked earlier? <laughs> I, I was just so excited it wasn't the same off. people calling. You, you have to guess. You have to guess the word that I'm trying to give you a hint for. Factual. I, I, I need. I need another hint. No, no. That, that's that's the only <laughs> hint you get. <laughs> 
Well, that's the only factual thing about this is that I don't know the, the word that you're going for. Uh, that's right. the point of the game. All right. All right. Uh, well, let's see if Chris knows how to Off play. To a great start. This is, this is perfect. Uh, let's go with correct. Correct, Chris. Uh, positive. What did he say? Positive. Positive. All right, no, okay. All right, Robert, let's try this again. I'm going to go with... Robert, you're getting another clue, Robert. All right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go with accurate. Correct. No, he just... That <laughs> All right, that's fine. Uh, let's go with... Uh, Sweet God. Verified. Verified, Chris. Truth? Uh, yeah, we'll take... I think that's... that's yeah, that's, that's, that's it. fine. We'll take that's that. Fine. The bar's not very, come on, the bar's no. not very high. No, it isn't. Uh, yeah, the true is accurate. It was, the word was true. All right, well, we are back up now, Chris, for the first time. Pick a number between 1 and 10, but not number 8. We're listening to Password, the word game of the stars. Four. We're number four, all right. Uh, let's go with, hmm, I don't think I can use the word I would like to use. Let me ask you. Let me ask the judge. Definitely not. I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's. Oh, I don't even. I didn't even ask you. Let's go with uh, request. Request, Chris. Uh, ask. No. All right, Robert. It doesn't really matter, Coop. All right, Robert. You heard. You heard the two words that they just said. I'm gonna uh, go with. Fake. I'm gonna go with the hint. I'm gonna give you is summon. Um. <laughs> Rag <Right>. gum. <laughs> what do you say? I think you said dad gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good southern that's, term. That's All right, uh, well let's keep going here. This is great. Uh, now just listen to what my first clue, Chris, uh, was. If I, I think I said request. Let's go with the second clue. I'm going to give you is party. Invitation. Yeah, there you go. We'll Dang. take that. Why not? Invite. Yeah, sure. Same thing. All right. Good job by you. What is the score now, Eddie? What is the score? Uh, it's a lot to a little. Yeah. What? The, what? I still have time for a comeback. Nobody's been keeping score. 18 0. Yeah. What? No, that's impossible. Good Get one right and we'll care. Coop. It's like seven to. No, no, it's not seven. No, I mean, uh, well, seven was what you got for the first one, plus nine, it's like 16 to nothing. Okay, like it matters. Listen, if you get one right, we'll give you 20 points. How about that? Go ahead. Oh, you. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> All right, Robert, I'm, pick a number one through 10, I'm not very four, not eight. Yeah. Seven. Word number seven. Okay, Coop, go ahead. Oh, very simple here. Very easy. Number seven, you get this right away. <laughs> 20 points. Here, right? 20 points. <laughs> uh, you didn't say I had to get it on the first guess. Yeah, I did. Uh, let's go with <laughs> Premier. Elite. <laughs> no, that's not a bad guess. That's not a bad guess. That's not the. All right, no. let's go. Let's go with beginning. Uh, Chris, beginning. You're listening to pass. Initial? No, no. Let's try. Let's try. Uh, <laughs> launch, launch. Initiate. No. Let's go with. How about? Oh boy. Uh, entrance. How about entrance? Begin. 
No, we're like we're all rounded, but not. Let's let's throw the word out. All right, the word the word was debut. If you premiere, you're debuting. You're beginning. Uh, you're debuting. Uh, yeah. All right. Seventeen uh, nothing. Go. Is is back to us? Yes, back, back right, to you. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Pick a word. One to ten, but not four. What? A seven or eight? I think that's yeah. Go ahead. One. Number one. All right, number one. Number, we've one. Had, number one's been on the list for a while, and we've I don't think we've had it. Maybe we have. Oh, I think we did actually last week. I think we had it. Uh, let's go with, mm, let's see here. I got a couple of uh, ways I can go. Let's go with planet. Moon. No, no. All right, hurry up. Okay. Got a limited time. Here's Sun. Robert, what? Sun. Your your clue is sun. <laughs> what? Uh, solar system. No. Oh, oh my God. God. No. I win the game. No. Tremendous job by Robert. Good job by Chris. You want to go? Got a murder. Got to go. <laughs> solar system. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.